moderate drinking of alcohol. Let's look at some of the Bible examples of people who used alcohol, as well as the effects that it has on the body. In the Old Testament, Aaron and his sons, the priests, were strictly forbidden to drink either wine or strong drink when they went into the tabernacle to minister before the Lord. See Leviticus 10.9. Nazarites were likewise forbidden to use wine while under their vows. See Numbers 6, 1 through 3. The Rehabites lived a noteworthy example of permanent abstinence from wine, adhering strictly to the command of their ancestor, Joadab, to refrain from it. See Jeremiah 35, 1 through 8. The Bible in the book of Proverbs is filled with warnings against indulging in wine and strong drink. See Proverbs 20, 21, 23, um, 31. Wine mocks those who use it, it says in Proverbs 20, verse 1, and rewards them with woe, sorrow, strife, and wounds without cause. See Proverbs 23. In the end, it, wine, Bites like a snake and poisons like a viper, verse 32 in the NIV. The prophet Isaiah declared woe to those who are heroes at drinking wine and champions at mixing drinks, Isaiah 5, verse 22. Daniel and his companions set a worthy example by refusing to drink the king's wine See Daniel chapter 1. When fasting later in life, Daniel abstained from wine. See Daniel 10. In the New Testament, the usual word for wine, whether alcoholic or non-alcoholic, is, and I'm going to spell this because I'm not sure I'd say it right anyway, it's O-I-N-O-S. Oinos, maybe. Jesus likened his revolutionary teaching to new wine, which would burst the old bottles of tradition, Matthew 9, 17. And then Paul warned believers against drunkenness in Ephesians 5:18, and declared that deacons should not be addicted to much wine. 1 Timothy verse 3, chapter 3, verse 8. He counseled Titus that the older women should not be slaves to drink, Titus 2, verse 3. Yet Paul did recommend that his friend Timothy should use little wine, for we leaf from a digestive ailment, 1 Timothy chapter 5. But let's take a look at this counsel more closely, because in those days, physical ailments such as dysentery, Uh, were common occurrences, often due to contaminated water. In those days, they used uh, wine to cleanse the water, to make the water good enough to drink it without being contaminated. There were other ways of quenching their thirst, and they were some were recommended. Some Bible scholars believe that in this verse, Paul was advocating the 
temperate use of fermented wine for medicinal purposes. They call attention to the fact that through the centuries, wine has been used in this way. Other Bible scholars say that Paul is referring to unfermented grape juice, since the Greek word translated wine can mean either fermented wine or unfermented grape juice. They believe that Paul would not give advice inconsistent with the rest of Scripture, which warns strongly against the use of intoxicating beverages, and that he is therefore advising Timothy to drink pure, unfermented grape juice. Obviously, Paul wanted Timothy to be healthy and physically fit for the duties that rested upon him as administrator of the churches in Asia Minor. So mental and moral alertness are closely related to physical fitness, and the use of alcohol would not be helpful in this regard. So the Bible is clear that um, our bodies are the temples of the living God via the agent of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received of God? Therefore, honor God with your body. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19. God is concerned with how we treat our bodies, including what we eat or drink in 1 Corinthians it says so whether whether you eat or drink or whatever you do do it all to the glory of God and then the wise Solomon said wine is a mocker and beer is a brawler whoever is led astray by them is not wise Proverbs 20 verse 1 in the NIV Do not gaze at the wine when it is red. Wine, it sparkles in the cup and when it goes down smoothly. In the end, it bites like a snake and poisons like a viper. The short-term use or short-term effects of alcohol include distorted vision, hearing, coordination, altered perceptions, and emotions impaired judgment, bad breath, and hangovers. Such problems can occur after drinking over a relatively short period of time. And then the long-term effects of alcohol or other problems such as liver disease, heart disease, certain forms of cancer, pancreatitis, often develop more gradually and become evident only after years of drinking. Women may develop alcohol-related health problems sooner than men and from drinking less alcohol than men because alcohol affects nearly every organ in the body. Long-term drinking increases the risk for many serious health problems. And then heart disease, the moderate use of alcohol has been reported to have beneficial effects on the heart, especially among those at great risk for heart attacks, such as men over the age of 45 and women after menopause. However, it's very important to know that these reports are based on observational data, that there is insufficient evidence to prove casualty. 
It's also significant that none of the investigators has recommended those not using alcohol to begin doing so. So heavy drinking increases the risk for heart disease, high blood pressure, and some kinds of stroke. Long-term heavy drinking increases the risk of certain forms of cancer, especially cancer of the esophagus, the mouth, the throat, and the larynx, or the voice box. So research suggests that for some women, as little as one drink per day can slightly raise the risk of breast cancer. Drinking may also increase the risk of developing cancer of the colon and rectum. And then there are um, liver disease, of course. Many people die of liver disease. Some drinkers develop alcoholic hepatitis or inflammation of the liver as a result of heavy drinking over a long period of time. So its symptoms include fever, jaundice, abnormal yellowing of the skin, eyeballs and urine, and abdominal pain. Alcoholic hepatitis can cause death if drinking continues. So if drinking stops, the condition may be reversible. Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. John 10 and 10. And by using alcohol, we participate in destroying not only our own life, but often the lives of others. So even in moderation, alcohol use causes significant problems physically, mentally, and spiritually. It's no wonder the Bible consistently warns against it. God says in Isaiah 1 verse 18, Come now and let us reason together. With alcohol use, we temporarily and permanently stupefy our reasoning powers. So for a Christian, is it drinkable or unthinkable? <laughs>